welcome to 101 Days Away. In this episode, we're exploring Australia. We're starting in Brisbane, and then we're going down to Byron Bay, and then Sydney. Today, I am in Brisbane for at least part of the day. I got in last night on an evening flight, got into my Airbnb at around 8 o'clock. I went back in time two hours coming here, which was very nice. It also led to me waking up at 6.30 this morning. So I had plenty of time to just get caught up on a few things, and then I went out and had a gigantic pancake breakfast at this great little diner I found called the Pancake Manor. And I have a few hours to explore before I take the train to Byron Bay. I have come to the Botanical Garden, which was a suggestion from some locals that I met. I had been expecting to pay admission to go to the Botanical Garden, which is what I've experienced with every other botanical garden I've been to, but you just walk right in. It's more like just a really beautiful, fancy public park. One of the birds has let me get really close. I think it's actually posing for photos. It's not a heron. I don't know what it is. It has this crazy black face and black beak and white feathers that are black at the ends. It's kind of tall, it's kind of big. Like, the size of a really big chicken? I'll post photos on the site because I want you to see this. And it just got prettier. I just discovered this huge pool that is absolutely filled with water lilies that are blooming. Again, I'll show you a photo. It is so beautiful here, and the weather is perfect. It's just slightly hot, very sunny. I know I keep saying the weather is so good in every episode, but I really feel like I've been so lucky because except for two rainy days, it's been perfect. This botanical garden has some of the coolest trees I've ever seen. It feels like you've walked right into a jungle, even though you can still see skyscrapers behind you. I'm sharing pictures on the website because I just really want you guys to get a sense of what this place is like. The combination of the trees and the plants and the birds just wandering around is really amazing. I will quickly mention that this podcast accompanies a blog post. The blog posts go up on Fridays. They share the same name as the podcast, so they're easy for you to find, and they're filled with photos, so that way you can get a sense of what I'm talking about. I know my Instagram followers are always very concerned with Charles, so I'll just give you a quick update while I walk around here. I talked to him this morning. We FaceTime about once a week. We've never really been big on talking on the phone. So that's actually kind of a lot for us. But he's doing really well. He's taking a college class right now. And he seems like he's having a good time. I have made it to Byron Bay. I am biking into town. I think it's about to rain, which I think that might be the reason why these birds are going absolutely insane. Well, one of those super loud birds just peed on me. Not ideal. I've biked over to the beach, and there are people sitting out watching the sunset. You can see the lighthouse in the distance. It's really beautiful here. It's got a laid-back, beachy vibe, tons of surfers, lots of restaurants. Some of the bars are pretty hopping right now, but it's Saturday, so that makes sense. This morning I did a couple hours of work and now I'm making my way to the lighthouse. You can bike most of the way and then the last kilometer and a half you have to walk. So that's what I'm doing now. The hike is taking me along the beaches and there's surfers in the water. There's a bunch of people taking pictures along the way. 
there was an iguana blocking the path, he would not move. So we climbed over it. There were a few of us that did it. I was afraid it was going to bite me. And I didn't have time to get the rabies vaccination before I started this trip. So I'm under strict instructions not to get bitten by anything weird. There's a charity surfing competition taking place at the beach I'm walking by. The lighthouse is up in the distance. It's still kind of a long walk and it's gonna be pretty steep, I think. I made it to the lighthouse. It's a big white lighthouse with a huge light and it towers over a peninsula. It's definitely worth hiking to. I have hiked and biked my way from the lighthouse to the beach. It's the beach that's right in the town, which is the one that the Airbnb host recommended because there's no strong riptide over here and there's no servers to worry about, which makes things a little easier. The sand is the softest sand I've ever felt in my life. It's perfectly sunny. I just went for a dip in the ocean, which was refreshing but not cold. And now I'm just having a lazy afternoon in the sun. I am still in Byron Bay and I'm back at the beach. Today I signed up for a kayaking with dolphins tour. I know it doesn't even sound real. It just sounds ridiculous before. I'm very excited for it. Uh, before the tour, I decided to get some lunch. So I biked over to Byron Bay Grocer, which is so darling. It looks like it fell out of a Nancy Myers movie and I had a sandwich and then biked over to the beach where I have about half an hour to burn before I do my tour. It's an afternoon tour. I will end at sunset. Doesn't that sound perfect? It's just about five o'clock in Byron Bay. I just finished the kayaking tour and we did see a lot of dolphins super up close some of them were even having sex the weather was perfect we also got to get up close with some surfers and it was just amazing to watch how talented they were the waves were really long where we were so they were up there for a really long time I couldn't believe how long they were staying up on the board one of the unique things about Byron Bay is that busking is encouraged and there's buskers all over the place at night. I'm going to miss it here. For the past three days, I've had sand in my toes and salt in my hair and I've loved it. I'm getting tan, I feel relaxed. I could hang out here for a while. The tough part about this trip is that you're constantly moving on. 101 days isn't that much time to go all the way around the world. Sometimes it seems like as soon as I start to feel at home somewhere, I'm moving on, but that's kind of exciting too. I packed up my Airbnb this morning and I've come back to the same place I had dinner last night. It's called Byron Bay Fresh and I am shielded from the rain that is slowly falling outside. It's starting to stop and the sun is trying to peek out. This place has a really great vibe. The food is fresh as the name suggests and it's just the ultimate little cozy cafe by the beach. I arrived in Sydney and then I made my way north of the city where I rented a little bungalow overlooking the bay and it is so beautiful and quiet here. I can just hear crickets chirping and somebody practicing trumpet in the distance. The welcome note said not to feed any kookiburras but I don't even know what that is. I am walking the coastal trail between Bondi Beach and Bronte Beach. It's much cooler here than it was in Byron Bay. 
So I'm really happy that I got those beach days in. The coastline here is really rocky. There are steep cliffs with houses perched upon them. There are people surfing and fishing. It's a little chilly, but people are still trying to make the best of it. After my beach walk, I took a walk through town and I'm currently in the Paddington neighborhood. It's got a great neighborhoody feel to it. Um, lots of really great shopping. You can see the skyscrapers popping up behind the buildings and there's a nice little park. If I were to choose a city that Sydney reminds me of, it would be London, uh, especially this Paddington neighborhood. The architecture reminds me a lot of the architecture in Notting Hill and just the types of stores seem pretty similar. Another big similarity between Sydney and London is that a lot of the neighborhoods and streets have the same names. Like right now, I'm on Oxford Street, which is the main shopping street in Paddington, which of course are both borrowed from London. I got up really early this morning at 5.30 in the morning. I saw the sunrise and it was one of the best I've seen in a long time. And now I have joined a tour group. It is a wildlife, waterfalls, and wine tour. And we have driven south of Sydney and we are on this coastal highway. And it's so beautiful here. We're driving through the Royal National Park and I think it's gonna be a really great day. We have come to a wildlife center and we're gonna meet some koalas. There's nothing cuter than a little baby koala cuddling up on a tree sound asleep. We just saw one. And it is seriously the cutest thing I've ever seen. That's the sound of a wallaby eating out of my hand. I am at the wildlife reserve still and we are getting to feed wallabies and kangaroos. The wallabies are much more eager to eat out of our hands though. I just took a selfie with a koala and another one with a kangaroo. This place is crazy. It's basically a big petting zoo with native animals and to an American. There are things I've never seen before. It's mostly kids here, not gonna lie, <laughs> but I'm loving it. I'm at the Sea Cliff Bridge, which is a beautiful bridge between the sea and a cliff. <laughs> and there used to be a road along the cliff but rocks kept falling and blocking the road and it was really dangerous. So then they pulled the road away from the side of the cliff, built it over the ocean, and it's just very, very beautiful. The cliff is really high and rocky and there's parts of it that are covered in trees and apparently a lot of car commercials are filmed here, which doesn't surprise me at all. If you can hear that water flowing, I am next to Fitzroy Falls, which is in Morton National Park. And it's one of our stops on our day tour. The waterfall is off the edge of a giant cliff and it overlooks a valley that is filled with trees and part of it is a deep green and it is a temperate rainforest. The view here is absolutely beautiful and the hike was very easy. We just walked down a very easy path to get here. I had a great day on the Waterfalls Wildlife and Wine Tour today. We ended the day with a wine tasting before driving back to the city. I got dropped off at the Sydney Opera House. It's incredible to see it lit up at night. 
and I recommend walking up the stairs and walking to the back and then you can see the opera house with the skyline behind it lit up at night it's absolutely fabulous now I'm walking to a restaurant that Steve recommended Steve was our tour guide today he was amazing he recommended a Thai place that's within a pub and it sounds similar to the Thai restaurant that's inside Churchill Arms in London which is one of my favorite spots in London so I'm excited to check this place out I did have dinner at the Thai restaurant that Steve had recommended last night. The entrance was interesting. It definitely looked like the entrance to a strip club, not the entrance to a restaurant or a hotel pub, but it was. I reluctantly went inside and the entrance said like VIP lounge access, which Again, sounds like a strip club. And through the door, all you saw was a bunch of stairs going up. So I did it. I went up the stairs. And then there was like a somewhat awkward hotel bar through which you could access a little restaurant, which was pretty good. Not the best Thai food I've ever had, but it satisfied my craving for now. I have just a couple hours to kill before I catch my flight to Melbourne, so I've decided to go to the Museum of Contemporary Art, and then maybe I'll just wander around for a little bit. It's a perfect day to go to a museum because it looks like it could rain any second. I have come to the Museum of Contemporary Art where I'm watching a very haunting clock singing its little tune. The clock is a work by Stuart Ringholt. He's an artist from Perth. It's a giant clock in the middle of the gallery ticking away. It's ticking very quickly because he's proposing what would happen if a day was 18 hours instead of 24. It makes you question how quickly time is passing and what you would do if you had less of it. I left the museum and I've been greeted with rain, so I think that my plan to wander around will be replaced with a nice late lunch instead. I spent my last hour in Sydney getting lunch, drinking a pint, hiding from the rain and working on blog posts. I've arrived in Melbourne. I am currently drinking a glass of Pinot Noir, making Kraft macaroni and cheese and doing laundry. The laundry had become a really desperate situation. So I'm staying in tonight, taking care of a few things, and next week I'll tell you all about my time in Melbourne.